record and everything. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the. <laughs> <laughs> Off to a good start. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another great episode of Granted Radio. We are the hub of the OC music scene and winners of OC Weekly's best podcast for 2018. That's which right. Is basically ages ago at this point. Uh, leading our squad today is Emo Aladdin. What's up? And according to my sources, uh-huh. he uh, he used two of his three wishes for the perfect hair. <laughs> well, the first one... Uh, what happened? Well, what? I should have been more specific. <laughs> I ended up looking like a chick. But then this happened. Hey, it, it happens, man. Uh, sitting next to him is Ernest Moore, the most responsible out of all of us because he was actually here on time. Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you What's up, Ernest? Uh, he's What's a protege up? who works tirelessly behind the scenes to ensure our podcast is great. And I am Alex Ellsbury, the man whose Cancun tan lasted about 15 minutes. Today, we are very excited to welcome this rock band into the studio, The Whereabouts. Yeah! What up, what up, what up, dude? Woo! Of course. We're so glad to have you here. Oh, my Happy God. Here, wow. And we're in unison. How about that? I love it. Oh, my gosh. So it's a four-piece, right? Yeah. We like to go around the room and kind of just get your names yes. um, and what your position is. I'll start, guys. No, my name's Andy. And uh, you play the drums. Oh, yeah, that. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't leave with that. I do play drums. Yeah. <laughs> My name's CJ, and I sing and play the rhythm guitar. Yes, you do. My name's Andrew. I play the lead guitar. Nice. My name's Tim, and I do all the other stuff the guys don't want to do. <laughs> Which is the bass. To be more specific. We don't get the love we deserve, man. I'm a bass player, too. But there are a lot of bass players that are kind of lazy, so, so there's a reason why. <laughs> we've, had our, we've had our experiences some on don't the even show, show us players. Yeah, some don't even show up to the interview. <laughs> so you're here, dude. We like you. So how uh, how's your morning been so far? You, you guys enjoying the fact you have to wake up early and start performing, or is that yeah. just totally fine? Just another day, man. Could yeah. be worse. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys ever do these morning uh, performances? We've done uh, done these at Saddleback and at Chapman College. Oh, oh cool. Shit. Done a few of them. He went to Chapman. Yeah, I graduated from Chapman. Oh, nice. nice. Okay, yeah, we did the. Uh, the the junior college radio. Yeah, he was there. Uh, yeah, actually, I host that. Emo was on that show oh, at one that's point. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> nice Small connection. World. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> um, but, you know, I mean, you guys are performers. I mean, we can tell just by your sound. You guys are just locked in. Yeah. Do you guys try to gig out as much as you can, or do you guys practice more just to get your sound dialed in? A little bit of both, honestly. I mean, we try to gig as much as possible. Yeah. And uh, just keep it up like that. You know? are, you, are you guys the type of band that sets a certain day, like Tuesdays, 7 to 9? is our day we used to have a really rigorous uh practice schedule where we do like two days a week and we would just hammer everything out yeah and uh now we're kind of at that part where we're doing maybe once a week we're kind of getting back into the swing of things but uh it's kind of ingrained in our memory at this point i love that how many songs do you guys have between you guys? Oh, gosh. Oh, wow. <laughs> are, we, are we talking originals, covers? I guess everything. Yeah. I mean, if you guys were to put on, yeah. like, a marathon concert, how long would it be? When, when we started the band, we had a goal of, of writing 100 songs in, what was it, five years or something? Oh. I think I think we're probably close to maybe 50 or 60 at least. Oh, my um, goodness. We, we've been writing songs since 2012, so that's six years. And um, you know, how do you come up with topics? I mean, you gotta run, run out of things to say after oh, like six. Absolutely 60. not, man. There's always something, especially in this day and age, all the crazy stuff that's going on. There's always something to say about stuff. I love that. CJ just takes a newspaper, pins it up to the wall, and throws darts. <laughs> Is that what you do? A part of it? You look at what's going on in the world and you kind of reflect on it. A lot of my lyrics are uh, they deal with like like 
social issues or, um, you know, but a lot of them deal with personal issues too. Um, yeah, you know, sure. and some of them are just written for fun. I mean, I, I'll write a song about, you know, a sports car, yeah. but the next day I'll write a song about how, you know, the, the government's messing everything up. So. <laughs> yes. That's a job, isn't it? To ruin everything. <laughs> Yeah, pass, I get pass. Do you, ever, do you ever get? Do you ever get people that say, "Hey, you know what? I know you wrote that about me, and it, it had nothing to do with them." Oh wait, no, no, hang on, bro. <laughs> Singers always do that, but they'll never admit to it. So hang on, let's see, let's see what he's gonna say. Go ahead, go ahead. You know, the only person, per, single person I write songs about is my wife, and I write Beautiful. a lot of love songs, <laughs> some, some, some blues That's songs. I have a song answer. called Indigo yeah, yeah. Blues. So you have to say they're about her, basically. <laughs> you know, and she loves it. You know, my mom, she's married to a musician, and he's written her a single jingle that lasts about 15 seconds. So, wow. you know, they, they get in, in arguments about whether or not her husband should be taking notes for me or whatever. But that's, 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 the, that's the only person I write songs about. I mean, I don't, I don't write songs about, like, you know other musicians or I just you know yeah. prefer to keep my distance in that way and how did you meet your wife was it through music or um, you know it kind of was um, the old bass player for this band um, it was his birthday and uh, I was out at his birthday party at Irvine Spectrum and I met her there and that was the end of it. It was literally love at first sight. It isn't easy dating a musician. So, I mean, do you guys find challenges or is she totally supportive and gets it? She's 100% supportive. I mean, you know, it is it is a little easier for us because we, we're not out on the road all the time. I mean, if, if you're, you know, a real professional, you're touring constantly and it's rough. It's a grind, absolutely. But, for, you know, we're, we're kind of lucky in the sense where we... We don't have a record label. We're kind of independent. We can kind of do whatever we want, whenever we want, wherever we want. We love that. Yeah, oh, we love yeah. that. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's really great. You know, 90, 90, 99, well, 90% of our revenue goes straight to our bank account. And, you know, we have a booking agent. It's amazing. <laughs> What's the account number? Yeah. <laughs> Believe me, that's not a lot in there right now. now what are you we pay rent. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we know Mike, Mike Brennan. I mean, he works with you guys. So, I mean, it's pretty hey, legitimate. That, yeah. yeah. Shout, Shout out to Mike. Shout out to Silver Entertainment. That's Shout right. Out. Guy throws a lot of really good shows in South Orange County. Yeah. I see it, man. I see it. I look at you guys' show schedule and the past schedule. I mean, it's really cool to see him working hard for you guys. Yeah. I mean, it's good to have that team kind of feeling too where it's not just all you guys being independent is oh. great but to find oh, somebody you, who can you help need out. many hands tugging on that rope that's so <laughs> yeah, true yeah, man that's yeah. for sure yeah, definitely looking at mike for sure what are the fans like well there's Rhonda. <laughs> tell us about Rhonda. we love hearing stories about individual fans <laughs> she's fantastic she shows up to a lot of shows she really loves our music i'm pretty sure she's got a picture of the band hung up in her, in her everything signed buys hopefully. all our records i mean it's great you know we, we make music and you know personally i don't make music for fans i don't make it for you know for business or marketing i make it because that's what i love to do and i'm yeah. never going to stop doing it yeah but um you know people like Rhonda out there that actually listen to the music. I mean, that that takes it to a whole nother. Level. <laughs> so they actually, 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 listen, to actually <laughs> listen to the music. Now, does she does she communicate with you guys like, hey, I listen to this song and this 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 this. I mean, is she? How, how does that feel to like to know that they're going into the nuances of your music? It's really nice. I mean, her favorite song of ours is "Burn the Castle." Yeah. It's this dramatic rock song that that deals with you know some of those social slash. I can totally see what it's about. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know. But, uh, How do you come up with someone like song. that? Is that like lyrics first or the feel? Like, 
Oh, man, that song, um, you know, I was sitting in my bedroom. I lived in the same bedroom for a very long time. You know, just How trying, long? Trying to deal with the... Oh, well, <laughs> very, long time, very long time. Very long time. You know, it's, it's, it's really hard to make a living uh, right now with the prices being as high as they are and wages being as sure. low as they are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, I was sitting in my room and I was just really frustrated with, with the, uh, the, the, the economic status I was in at the time. And uh, it wasn't just me, you know, a lot of my friends, you know, they were, they were struggling and we're all struggling to get out of, we're struggling to get out of the house and, and make a living for ourselves. And uh, I kind of wrote this song um, about, you know, dealing with uh, the, 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 the economic pressures that are are put on us by, you know, some of the, um, some of the entities that basically run the capitalist system and, uh, you know that was that was the influence for that song, and it's a clear statement. I mean, there is no. It's, it's very clear. I mean, the song Good. talks about burning castles and all that stuff, but it's sure. it's it's um, you know, the the castle, the the fire is a metaphor for your voice and being able to you know use your your personal freedoms and your individuality and your 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 right to freedom and to speech to basically make make a spot for yourself in this world and be happy. And, and yeah, that pursuit of happiness. I mean, you know, it was talked about before the country was even founded That's by, uh, oh, what's his name? Anybody anybody got that his, history reference? That was my major. I'm going to say James Madison so I can look like the idiot who's wrong. <laughs> no, it was uh, <laughs> Patrick, somebody, I don't know. Somebody said, you know, all, all humans should be entitled to the right of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's right. You know, that, mm-hmm. We've got life, we've got liberty, but that pursuit of happiness has been kind of um, clouded over by this feeling that you've got to go do this and do that and you know otherwise you're not going to make it but it's total bs i mean you could make it in a lot of different ways well that's, that's what that song's like about. when i hear you guys' music it's <coughs> it's it's happiness that's that's the first emotion that i feel definitely and mm-hmm. i mean i can only imagine what it's like to come to a show of you guys uh but you you, you probably make a lot of people happy we certainly that's... We certainly strive to you know. <coughs> i mean writing music is what makes me the happiest so yeah. If I can, you know, reflect that feeling of happiness to people who are listening to it, that's great. You know, so, some bands, some people, you know, some bands make sad music. Some people like to, listen to like to listen to sad music. Sure. And, uh, you know, we've got those songs, too. Um, but a lot of ours are kind of aimed to be um, more spiritual, spiritually uplifting. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes they might have a sad tone. You know, they say the best songs are the ones that have... Uh, that make you feel happy and sad at the same time. And that's, you know, it's kind of kind of fun to write a song that kind of sounds happy, but then to put some more darker lyrics to it. Sure. Or uh, to write a song that's kind of, you know, kind of mysterious and dark, but then to have, you know, some some uplifting spiritual lyrics to it. So Yeah, it makes up the emotion. It's, it's not a goal, the... but that's how it kind of works out. Well, what's, what's your guys' uh, writing process like? Do you guys really collaborate as a group, or is it kind of, you know, one person brings in a song and the rest of you adapt to it? Man. Go for it. Uh, well, um, lately, the, the past about year and a half or so, um, what we've been doing, um, I've been taking over the primary uh, songwriting duties. At least I write, I write the music. I write, I'll come up with a riff or a progression. Nice. I'll bring it into practice, and I'll be like, hey, guys, here's something I'm working on. And then literally a couple hours later, you know, minus the lyrics, there's a song there. I love that. And it's we've, you know, we've been together for so long that we really um, – it's really easy to play off each other. So it's sure. just like, hey, I, I, I come with this idea, but like already before, you know, Andy Andy lays down the drums or Tim puts in a bass line, like in my head, I'm like, this is probably what these guys are going to do. Yeah. And then we go through the song and then 
and then they end up filling those spaces. Yeah, just as you thought. Yeah, almost for the most part. And you know, if there's something that I'm feeling, or we we you know we play it out and we talk about it too, it's just like oh like what if this happened here, or what if we dropped out here, or this happened here, yeah. and then it just all just gets constructed that way. And it's how how long does it usually take you guys? To like finish a song, even with the lyrics, they're never done. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> never done. It, I was gonna say for me, it's like I, I want to be really insulting to drummers everywhere, especially self-deprecating. Um, sure, it's all the same. I'm never doing. I mean, I'm just letting things flow through my limbs essentially, mm-hmm. and I slowly narrow down. Like, oh, bad idea there. I'm doing too much. <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, this guy uh, to my the second guy to my right, he always has a very specific idea. It's a that, podcast, that being Andrew, it's a podcast, the chief songwriter. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But just, you know, we're just having a conversation here. Audio about take it easy. <laughs> so um, anyway, he usually has very specific ideas, and I think we're big on the idea of syncopation. You know, sure. um, it, it's just really cool to hit that upbeat together. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, totally. We dig that shit. We like to keep our listeners on our to- on sure. their toes. I love that. And so you map those out. I mean, you guys. I mean, there's purpose behind you guys. Is same with. Both everybody as a songwriter really they always have key points on like rhythms to to unify on or you know sure. like there's always there's there's always a little kink yeah. in each of their new songs that's what I dig most I think and are all those ironed out before you go into studio or do you leave some for some studio magic when you show <laughs> we, up we don't have enough money to go into the studio and dick around we go yeah. <laughs> and we lay well that down as as best as we can <laughs> and, and officially. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. arrangements <laughs> arrangements are solid before we go in there yeah. but you know like i said do you guys go in for like a song at a time or do you guys have a collection that you usually have no in last last time we our, our last album that we did uh a light inside we had all the songs written we went in knocked them out pretty quickly actually and then what was that like was it a live take or did you guys do tracks we did well we did um we would do everything like as a band first uh-huh. and kind of have, you know, bass, you know, bass tracks that way. Really, we record all as a band for the drums and we got the drums down first. And right. Then we laid everything on top of the bass, guitars, vocals and stuff like that. So we, we went in for a band. I think was it just like one weekend that we knocked everything out. Nice. Uh, or it was, at least it was like drums. three days total. We did all the bass tracks. Yeah. And, uh. How yeah, many songs? It went. It went really quick. Eleven. Eleven tracks over a weekend. Yeah, and then and Damn. then and then individually, like I I went in for like one night, like a four or five hour session, and then yeah. just redid um redid stuff that because like um some of the scratch tracks actually worked out really well cool. in that first weekend, and then I would like lay down leads over, over sure. stuff. Let's say I wanted to listen to this album. Uh, <laughs> is there a place I can go to listen to your guys' music? Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's it's out there on the major distribution channels, Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff. Um, some of the the songs we turned into music videos, and we did them all in house. Good. And, uh, you can find them on YouTube. I think I saw San Clemente earlier. Yeah, mm-hmm. San Clemente's on there. Uh, you know, we took the drone out and flew it around and set up on the pier at so like six cool. in the morning. Yeah. Tried oh, not to, to piss off the fisherman too much. <laughs> of course. Dude, that was funny because I, I remember getting there like 5 a.m. to like start setting up or whatever, and somebody had camped at the at the end of San Clemente period. There was just a tent. And what we, we wanted to do, we wanted to have ourselves like, you know, so we'd, we'd be facing San Clemente, so like the drone would be facing out towards the ocean yeah. behind us. And then I get there, like, that's not going to... F- oh, my God. I'll curse. That's not yeah, going to fucking happen because yeah, yeah, some dude's <laughs> napping... <laughs> 
on a, in a fucking tent on Sacramento. <laughs> That's it was horrible. hilarious. You could have said Uh-oh. that wasn't gonna fly. Huh? <laughs> oh! Wait, pass, and then we'll go. <laughs> That's not gonna so what did you do? Did you like knock on his tent? <laughs> no, he, was, he, he stayed there. They Excuse watched. Me, I mean, the people there actually enjoyed it. You know, I'm sure they not, did. Not yeah. every day, a bunch yeah. of you know long-haired hooligans show up to yeah. San Clemente Pier at the crack of dawn and start playing music, especially a song about San Clemente. Yeah, I was, love so, that. And it was kind of cool because, like, in, in the video, because like we were we recorded over a, a couple of hours that morning, and then you know naturally. You know, it being San Clemente and the beach, people were walking around on the pier, so we just get random pedestrians that are just walking around while we're playing music. And, you know, some of them are having a good time, some of them don't know what the hell's going on, and some of them are probably annoyed by us. So it was a, it was a big Funny range of emotions from, from uh-huh. all these people, but it was kind of cool just to kind of have, like, that organic audience just around. Cool. How long was it, like, an all-day type of deal? No, it lasted probably, I mean, we ran through it maybe five, six times until we got the take. Yeah, last, maybe done. 30 minutes was it. That's pretty quick, right? That. Music videos yeah. typically yeah. take like a really long time to, to record. Not for we, us. Not for <laughs> us. Well, like, and, like, yeah. and, like, and like, that was the main shot, but we had also gone around. We went out down to uh, San Onofre as well a couple weeks cool. prior to that. Just got some just shots of us hanging out. And um, Chris uh, Chris and his wife did um, everything in terms of editing and nice. everything together. So, you know, they, they did the bulk of the work on that. We just shut up and tried to look our best. Sure. <laughs> tried. <laughs> we've got uh, – sorry, we've got to cut this up. But, yeah, yeah. somebody is just saying that they're going to come in for a voice lesson at 1130. That's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so I just have to send that text. <laughs> well, I saw your guys' website. I think it was a joke, but uh, – you guys, all of your hair measures out to be about six feet. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys actually measured your hair? Because no, I'm, I'm like, sure I've been well literally in my head that's... as you guys have been talking to me, like, that's like a foot and a half. That's two feet. Exactly. <laughs> my estimate was based on a foot and a half per band member. So uh, I think it actually grew by an inch while we were talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, we noticed. <laughs> so, how did you guys find each other? I mean, who was the first to kind of start this whole thing? Um, I mean, I uh, I started a version of this band, uh, like I said, in 2012-ish. I mean, I had been trying to start bands for a long time. I was trying to start bands in high school. Anybody who's tried to start a band in high school knows it's really difficult to do. I mean, mm-hmm. people are flaky. People don't have cars. People, I mean, my bass player had cheer practice and wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't come to band practice because he wanted to go to cheer practice. Ooh. I mean, it was just wild. And so finally, 2012, um, I was actually in a in an 80s hair metal band and a, an original band with this guy here, Andy, the drummer. Huh. Um, we were in a band with, with uh, some friends of Andy's from high school, and uh, that band actually got put on hold. So... Andy and and I ended up basically starting a band with um, a couple people I knew back then, and uh, Tim actually started the band too. Uh, Tim, the bass player here, he used to play electric lead guitar for us. Yeah, <laughs> I was not, I was not the cheerleader bassist. <laughs> <laughs> this is an alternate time. <laughs> he was he was the experimental lead guitar player. That's <laughs> yes. what he was. And uh, you know we started uh, then and uh, found. Uh, Andrew along the way at a uh, at a party and Tim switched over to bass at one point and we ended up with the lineup we have now and it's basically just been going for, for uh, what uh, five years now wow. so nice. um, do you guys it's obvious if you guys have about 50 60 songs no set is the same right no set's ever going to be the same no. because the live feeling, first of all, there's mistakes that you have to turn sure. into live versions of the song. Sure. <laughs> and uh, second of all, I mean, you know, when I sing, I try and really immerse myself into the moment. 
And I think all of us do to a degree. So the tempo is going to be a little bit different depending on the room. Yeah. You know, my my feelings about the song are going to be a little bit different depending on where I'm at personally. Sure. So it's never going to be the same. I mean, it's it's we're a rock band. We're a very organic rock band, uh, rock band, similar to like Led Zeppelin, where you go out and you know you're not going to get the recorded version of the song when That's you go out. That's not what people want. Yeah. Well, sometimes it is. I mean, some people some people want to show up to a Foo Fighters concert and they want the Foo Fighters to do exactly what the Foo Fighters do on the record. Well, yeah. we're not that kind of a band. I love um, that. I love that. We try and and leave a little bit more room for the moment and the live moment. And um, well, how do you guys pick your songs, uh, or do you guys have a set that you guys stick to? Well, it's usually on the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it, it kind of depends as well. Like, um, like this past week, we gigged uh, twice, and one was a forty-five minute set, and we kind of picked everything out um, yeah. ahead of time. Most of those, or all of those, were all original songs. And yeah. then for uh, New Year's, we played down at the Carmen Bar in Lagoon Niguel, and we did a mix of covers and originals. Yeah. And then that time, we, you know, we brought everything out. And you know that one we we kind of played it by ear as well because um, as as Chris was saying he tries to um, immerse himself or I'm sorry CJ I said, I said the wrong name um, <laughs> Chris is fine okay. Chris or CJ Word. love it I forget um, but like you know sometimes when we're whenever we're playing those uh, longer bar gigs you know maybe we'll play a couple of songs and we'll realize oh these guys are not getting in the crowd's really responding to you know more reggae so they won't play more reggae or classic huh. rock yeah or you know just along those lines and we're, we're able to since we have so many songs that we know originals and covers we're able to you know kind of adapt to that and be like okay instead of like this song we had on the list let's let's go over here I love that and, and do a couple of these so everyone kind of gets into it actually i would prefer if we would get back to playing the same set list every time we play why because at one point, this guy, my, my singer, excuse me, podcast listeners, this guy, uh, he put together something called, um, oh, the, yeah. the, what was it? It was the chronology of rock and roll. It was like a rock, rock and roll, roll time, time machine. machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where every cover we play is in chronological order in, in order of its release. Oh, sweet. And, uh, you know, I think it begins with The Animal's House of the Rising Sun, which nice. is something nice. we started a, many of our sets with over the last many years what a song yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and well and it sends a clear message of who, where we come mm-hmm. from and what we're here to do sure I think, every time we do it even vocally that's an explosive vocal oh, line. he he does it my yeah. man my man here yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good introduction to his his stylings God, maybe we can hear that i okay. hope so what did you how did you guys select the three tunes or were you guys told you guys are doing two songs or three songs both. Up to you. Right. <laughs> we'll play as many as we, you we want. got more where that came from. Sweet. Well, we've got uh, two that will be on the show, and then we've got the third one exclusive to our Patreon uh, right. subscribers. So how did you guys pick the three? Well, we thought about what we thought the people would like of, yeah. uh, of our particular material. We're going to play um, – actually, I think two of the songs we're going to play that we've decided on um, isn't fully – Actually, have the have the hard and soft have, have, have those been released? Yeah, we have some live live releases, but but they're the not songs. online or anything like that, are they? Yeah, they're on are Spotify. They? I mean, you can right. hear them out, out there on Spotify. We recorded um, our latest run of songs in our studio, Storage Room Twenty, <laughs> and uh, is it an actual storage? Yes. room? We'll have to, okay. it is an actual storage <laughs> room. Right. Right. We line the walls with blankets and and all sorts, egg cartons and all sorts nice. of stuff. And um, I set up uh, my recording gear in there, and for months and months we ran through and we recorded these songs. And um, one night we just uh, we had a really good feel, and I took all the recordings and put them on a disc and threw them out there on Spotify. <laughs> so, so they're amazing. out there. 
Mm-hmm. And then are you guys are you guys happy with the whole thing about streaming as opposed to buying merch? Or do you guys do you guys have merch? Do you guys sell at the shows? Yeah, we do, but I've I've never been a big um I mean, I'm a business man in, in my day job, but with my music I, I, I almost separate business from pleasure in the music aspect which is a lot of people would argue that that's not the way to do it but to me that's where the purest art comes in is when you've separated yourself from the money aspect of making art yeah we're music Uh, makers not music merchants i love that i love that some leftover merch and if you talk to us at a show we can get you a shirt we can get you you know um some of our merchandise but um it's not it's not a focus for us it's um, about the music. At really. this point, mm-hmm. when, we, when we get to a point where somebody else can manage that for us and, you know, it, it becomes a business aspect, then that's fine. But right now, I mean, personally, I don't focus on that and I don't think anybody else in this band focuses no. on that. Most of the bands so. we bring in feel that same way, too. Yeah. If, yeah. yeah. If they didn't have to deal with any of that stuff, they would rather not. Yeah. So yeah. we don't. I mean, we don't have to. We don't have to do anything we don't want to do. So yeah. sometimes we just don't do it. I love that. <laughs> what is the biggest joy out of being in the whereabouts? Let's go around the room. Beating stuff up, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> By stuff, you just to be. Do you want me to elaborate on that? Sure. I, just, yeah, I hit things. Yeah. That's what I do. I want to do it for a living. Damn it! <laughs> I, I get to and hit you things. Do it well, my friend. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I mean, the best thing for me, obviously, is that I get to do what I love and make music. But being in the whereabouts specifically, I mean, these are guys that I've been with the longest in any musical group, and uh, these guys have showed up to practice, showed up to shows, every practice, every show, and that's. That is so hard to find sure. in the music industry. Absolutely. People that just show up. Yeah. And um, I mean, that's that's the greatest thing for me is having, um, you know, reliable friends and and uh, m- musical partners that I get to make music with. And I get I get to rely on them and I get to show up to things like this. And I know everybody's going to be there. Yeah. And uh, for the most part on time. And um, <laughs> that's a beautiful uh, thing. That's that's the best thing for me is I get to have this long standing band and we're not going anywhere. I, I'm, I'm, I, we got five years in the past. I'm looking forward to another 25 years in the future yeah. doing this. And uh, that's the best thing for me is just having that in my life. It's fantastic. Yeah, I love that. Uh, I love performing. That's my number one thing. I get to perform with my friends and shake my hair around on stage. That's my favorite mm-hmm. thing I do. Oh, yeah. It. What a feeling. <laughs> Tim. Tim, what does Cousin It sound like? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> compared it to like a sports team like if you were in baseball or soccer you know you got a community you're going out there you're doing what you love you're keeping active yeah. like it's yeah. kind of one of those things where if I didn't have music and I'm sure everyone would agree I would probably have lost my mind yeah <laughs> so here's to keeping sanity <laughs> <laughs> or regaining it after, <laughs> yeah. after you're telling me piece it together little by little. I love it well, uh, we we are really uh, excited to hear you guys play. I got to briefly hear a little bit yeah. know, during you guys' sound check, and I'm really yeah. excited. So uh, why don't we move into the other room and hear you guys play? All right, then. I have to make a little appointment outside. Sure, sure. <laughs> All right, here we go. Coyote, take one.
Thank you. I'm not going to have a tuned voice here. Blah, 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 blah. This next song we're going to do is called Anti-Gravity Amplifier. It is a love song. Anti-gravity amplifier, take one.
be so soft-spoken man your voice is just like explosions huge <laughs> holy shit you guys that was so incredible, that was incredible. god Thank you. Uh, so mean, tight yeah i'm i'm amped up everything the drums i mean just the overall balance of you guys yes. you guys' vocals together just yeah, work it's man definitely it's a good yeah. combo yeah that falsetto dialed in my friend <laughs> yeah, Tim, tim's harmonizers I mean, unbelievable. I love harmonizing with him. You guys are, yeah, you guys are a great, a great duo as far as the vocals are concerned. Really incredible. Uh, the whole, the whole setup just brought so much energy. You know, like it's Saturday morning to those who are listening. And this is all behind the scenes. It's Saturday morning. I'm tired. I'm hungover. Damn. I show up and uh, I'm amped up. I'm gonna go fight somebody. I'm yeah, gonna, let's I mean, do it. I'm gonna kick down this. I'm gonna throw myself through this window and just go start. There's a really the sweet. People. Yeah, there's a really sweet homeless dude down the street. Let's go beat him up and come back. Well, you you drag me down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like we need to bring back Saturday morning cartoons. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. What a joy it's been. I mean, you get to know you guys on a yeah. personal level too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you guys are great bunch of guys and just the, just the musicality man i hear so many different influences even on the drums man i mean you are definitely your own you don't you don't copy anybody but yourself man it's awesome you smash on your drums bro. dude yes. honor. Saturday morning early. total honor man uh real quick where can we find you guys on social media the dot whereabouts on instagram okay of course mm-hmm. whereabouts are we.com is our just you know our old school website sure for people who still peruse those types of things go on bro subscribe well we're definitely going to share you guys' music yeah, absolutely. Uh, on our social yeah. media sites and oh, I mean, we're, we're big fans and the good thing is thank god you guys are local because we can't wait to see you guys live definitely yeah, we're actually playing the next... tonight in uh, sunset beach Man, I'm in Riverside. Mother. When's your next one? When's your next one? Uh, Oceanside. On Larry's Beach 11th. Club on the 11th next weekend, That's next right. Friday. That Perfect. I can do. And uh, just hypothetically, if this episode wasn't coming out for three weeks because yeah. it's... Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, where in the future can we find you guys? I think you, I saw you had a show in February. God. I think I saw you. We play a lot with the car and bar. We're good to go. Let's plan out further. Is it February 23rd? Oh boy, I don't know. Um, we play at Carmen Bar a lot, but uh, you can you can see our tour dates on our website and our Facebook. Our Good. Facebook is uh, facebook.com slash thewhereabouts.us okay. because there was an Irish band. I, they've changed their name since. But Cool. Um, oh, there's not enough time left to get into that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too, too many whereabouts, not enough time. I did, I did, I did mean to bring that up during the episode, but that's, that's fine. But it's <laughs> the <laughs> dot whereabouts on Instagram. The dot, on, yeah, the dot whereabouts. Still trying to get the the whereabouts, but yeah, it's tough. The dot um, works. I mean, we're hey, granted we'll dot records, so. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, uh, you know, we had a fantastic time listening to you guys, and I know I had fun just getting to know you guys. So good, man. Yeah. So good. Uh, you guys are tremendously talented, and, mm-hmm. you know, we can't see, can't wait to see what you guys do next. Yeah. Well, you are all too kind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we really appreciate yeah. you having us here and letting us play and, and helping us get our music out there. Of course. Really appreciate it. So we'll do all we can. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. All right. Uh, that's going to do it. <laughs> see, I can't, nice. I can't uh, that's going to do it for us here at Great Radio. At the beautiful Granite Records in the frigid, icy wastes of Orange Orange County, California. It is so goddamn cold. All right. uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Her balance. If I were-